Hi, my name is Andrew Darling, and you're listening to Return Lenten Reflections from All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the Welcome back to Return, where we are taking time each day to prepare our hearts for Easter and our souls for heaven. Uh, today is day 11, and it is Saturday of the first week of Lent. So you've almost made it through the whole first week, and then also whatever half of last week is. So it's not really a whole week at this point. But you know, you, you're doing great. You've made it this far. That's great. Uh, before we go on, be sure to go ahead and subscribe, whatever your podcast platform is, whether on Spotify or Apple or whatever the other ones are. Uh, wherever you are, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any of our daily episodes, uh, which will be preparing, premiering premiering every morning at midnight. Um, so yeah, go ahead and do that just to save yourself the time of having to look this up. If you've made it this far and you've been like going, like having to search for it over like 11 days, that's, that's really cool. I appreciate that, but treat yourself. Yeah. Go, go subscribe. Let, let it, let it do the work for you. Um, as I said, today is Saturday of the first week. And, uh, one of the, our, our readings today are really a great place to uh, sit as we prepare for what is now the for the second uh, Sunday of Lent. You know, those Sundays can kind of be big milestones throughout this season, uh, and so we, you know, as we as we approach that, we want to kind of if all of Lent is you know we're evaluating our our faith and our relationship with God and seeing how can we uh, you know remove those obstacles, repair those wounds. Um, but each of these little checkpoints, it's a good point to look back and say how has that been going so far. Uh, and so I encourage you to to do that, not to be hard on yourself. Um, as I said a while back, you know, God, this is all about getting to heaven. It's it's not that you failed and that you are worse because you haven't kept your fast all the time. Like no, it's that this is why we do what we're doing. This is why we take stock. We are not there yet. Um, but that's well. Speaking of, we're not there yet. We are not there yet. So um, the reading today, um, they're they're they're. We have the gospel that I really want to focus on, um, and it's one of these points from the gospel of Matthew where Jesus is uh, just throwing out all these um, these teachings, the, these particular points. Uh, he says, you have heard it said that you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Uh, and he goes through the whole thing, um, not to paraphrase too much, but he says, you know, if you love those who love you and hate those who hate you, you know, that... You're not any different. The tax collectors do that. You know, the worst sinners do that. The pagans do that. Um, what is it that's going to set us apart as Christians? What is it that you are going to be different? Uh, what, is it that, what is it that's going to be different about you in the way that you live because you're a Christian? And that is love your neighbor, of course, but also love your enemy. Pray for him. Uh, forgive him. And that's, you know, sometimes we hear that that's a hard, hard thing to do, um, and, and it is. And, and you know, it, where, depending on where you are in your life and the kind of relationships you have, that alone might be the, the challenge. Um, but as I'm reading through this today, I'm finding um, the last sentence is what is getting to me. So he goes through and he says, you know, if, if you only greet your brothers and sisters, what's unusual about that? The pagans do that. Um, so be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And that always just kind of, I don't know. I always feel a little bit bad about that because I'm not perfect. Uh, <laughs> and, and I really mean that though in that, uh, as somebody who has uh, dealt with you know, real crippling sort of perfectionism, um, it, this is kind of a hard thing to hear in the sense that, well, you know, I'm being called to be perfect. That's a lot. That's a huge challenge. It's something that 
I know I can't really do. I certainly can't do it on my own under my own power. Um, but that's the thing is that God is calling you to be the saint that he's calling you to be. Uh, and he's also empowering you to get there. He's giving you the grace at various steps along the way in order to become that saint. There is a really great uh, quote from St. Benedict the 16th that I just cannot find. <laughs> and I would, I don't have any more time to keep looking for it. So if you find it, uh, send us an email or something. It's, I really would like to know that this is existing as a real thing and I'm not just making it up, but either way, I think it's hopefully good advice. And he, he talks about at various, um, in wherever this was, the idea that, yes, we are the church. You know, we are Christians. You know, we're, we're saved and we're being saved and all of that. Um, but just that. We are saved, but yet we're not totally perfect. We, we are holy, but we are not as holy as we will be in heaven. You know, we are the church. But we are not as unified as we would like to be. We are both you know, in heaven when we go to Mass, and yet we are distracted. We are on the way, and we are also there. Um, there's, there's just this kind of weird, uh, you know, simultaneous location can, uh, crisis uh, for us as Christians in that we are already part of the church. We are the church. We are the body of Christ, and yet we are still sinners. Um, and thankfully, God gives us, you know, confession for that through the church uh, in order to help us, you know, get back on track. But I think, so looking back at this line uh, at the end of the gospel here from Matthew 5, 48, um, be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. Um, he's not saying that you have to have it now. He's not saying that you have to start being perfect now and you can never mess up again. Um, if you can pull that off, then, then great. But Jesus, who fell three times carrying his cross, knows how humans work. He knows how... Uh, the life and the journey of a human being works. He knows that it's not something that you can just turn on and off. If it were that easy, we would, I, I hope we would all do it, but it certainly isn't. And so Jesus is fully aware that when he's calling us to be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, it's not like, okay, cool, I'm going to start doing that. And then you're good. It's okay. I'm going to start working towards that. And it's going to take the rest of my life and probably some time in purgatory to make it happen. But I'm going to try. I'm going to start the journey. I have to recognize what the goal is, but I have to recognize also that I can't get there today. I can't get there on my own, for sure. God's the one pretty much carrying me up the whole thing, but I have to be willing to take that journey. Uh, I have to be willing to start that and also accept that I am holy and I am loved and I am accepted while also I am called to something greater. I am called to a, you know, a better, a holier life. I'm called to be perfect and the fact that I'm not yet perfect, even though Jesus wants me to be perfect, it's not that he thinks less of me. It's that he, he knows exactly where you are and he knows that you, um, you know, what, how much you've done and what, how hard you've worked and whatever it may be. Uh, he knows all that and he, he appreciates it and he loves you no matter how much or how little you've done, no matter how much or how little you've been through. Um, he, he knows that that's, that you're, you're doing your best and that's all that he can ask us to do. We do our best, and and this I hate when things accidentally rhyme. We do our best, and God does the rest. Uh, but I, I mean, I mean that in that we do what we can, and then God will do the rest, and we trust that that's going to be enough. We trust that we are not yet perfect. We are trying to be. You know, some days are better than others. Some days we do really, really good, and then we mess up one last thing at the end of the day, and it's like, ah, come on, I was going to be perfect today. Whatever it may be, um, there's always going to be those ups and downs, but we have to keep trying.
We have to get back up every time we fall and allow God to to bring us back into the fold and to continue that journey. Uh, even if we're not seeing the results, even if we're not feeling like progress is being made, we have to keep trying. We have to keep working towards this goal, knowing that God loves us even when we're not even close. He loves us every step of the way. He won't love us because we get there. It's just that we receive his love better the holier we are. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, thank you for joining us. Be sure to join us again tomorrow for day number 12. 12. I'm going to go with 12. Um, please pray for us. Know that we are all praying for you. We will see you next time. God bless.